Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who is here with me? It's Stefano. No, it's JD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't even know where I went. I was just like suddenly. I was like, oh, I'm gonna try this thing and just say a different name, and that's the name that popped into mind. I have no idea why. Okay. Well, hello, Stefano. Thank you so much for joining in place of JD. Uh, I'm sure you will be a much better host than him. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Hello. If this is your first time tuning in to We Watch Shudder, hi, hello, welcome. What Uh, took you so long? (laughs) Uh, They were a very small, small podcast. That's what took them so long. We are hard to find. Um, If you don't know what Shudder is, it's basically a movie streaming platform that is purely horror and horror adjacent. We are horror nerds. Uh, We are horror whores. So uh, we are all for just give me all the horror. I will gobble that right up uh so we uh we record episodes about every exclusive and original movie that shutter puts out because we're gonna watch them anyway we may as well talk about them right stefano right and i mean who in the world doesn't want to listen to a couple of white folks from fargo north dakota talk about horror movies uh as it turns out just about everybody. <laughs> Fewer people every day. And that's the important part. <laughs> yeah. I like to start famous and then slowly uh, drift into obscurity. I feel like no, that's what harder. I, what I'm saying is, is fewer. <laughs> there are fewer people every day who aren't interested in us. <laughs> We're That's getting too much math. Too much uh, math it's, in my head. It's okay. like a triple. Ne- it's like a triple negative. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, no. Okay. Anyway, let's move on because I think you <laughs> broke my brain, and I just I can't function right now. Okay. Oh, broken brains. Yeah. <laughs> a wounded fawn. That's the movie that we're talking yes. about today. It yes. just came out. It's from Travis Stevens, who's the director. Do you want to uh-huh. read the description? Description. Yeah, or I'll give I? this one a read uh, today. Okay. Uh, a wounded fawn, Meredith Tanning, a local museum curator, is dipping her toe back into the dating pool, only to be targeted by a charming serial killer. When a fateful romantic getaway between the two becomes a tense game of cat and mouse, both must confront the madness within him. A Shutter original, Michelle. Yeah. Hit us with them spoiler-free thoughts about a wounded fawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and forth on this one a lot, um, which I tend to do with some of these where I'm not positive if I like it, but I think I am ultimately landing on the side of I like it. Uh, part of the thing is that this pays homage to some older uh, style movies, probably like 70s and Giallo and that kind of uh, era. And I usually don't like that style of movie, but it does it so well that I like this more than the movies that it is paying homage to. Um, There's a lot of stuff that we'll get into. It did take me a little bit to figure out how I felt about it, but I will come down on a 3.25 skull rating out of 5. 3.25 skulls for Michelle on A Wounded Fawn. Uh, let's find out if this is a surprise to Michelle. I fucking love this movie. 
I uh, I knew you would. This was yeah. a trip. <laughs> it's all shot on 16 millimeter, which I love. I wish more people would make movies on 16 millimeter. It's pretty much the only good thing about the scary of 61st, uh, except for that <laughs> one scene where there's that thing on the screen that just doesn't go away for several minutes, like it. Michelle was talking about. Anyway, yep. no, uh, this is a visually awesome movie. It's it's stylish and interesting and cool. Uh, it plays in two parts, so it's actually almost like it, it's almost like a two-part anthology, or or like like two shorter films that that happen to work together. Uh, this movie is so fun. Uh, there are a couple of small things about it that prevent me from going the full five skulls for my personal take on this one, uh, but I'm going on a four and a half. Nice four and a half from Stefano, aka JD. Three point two five from it, me. It, Stefano. Stefano. Stephen. Stephen O. Uh, <laughs> that comes out to 3.875 skulls out of five. I am not surprised at all. I knew you were going to be somewhere around the four to five range um, because JD loves 70s horror. I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's just a thing, and I can't get over it, and I tried. Okay, let's get into spoiler territory. Yeah, if yeah. you... If you don't want this movie to be spoiled, just like don't listen to the next part right now. Go watch the movie and then come mm-hmm. back. It's easy. Right. Straightforward. Do that. Easy right peasy lemon squeezy. Right now. Yes. All right. Okay. Michelle, uh, mm-hmm. do you want to go first or should I? Um, I think I'll go first because I imagine that you probably have a lot of things to talk about. And oh, I, I got kinda, a few, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to give just a, a broad overview on this because, like I said, it's not the style of movie that I really like. I'm not a fan of 70s horror. It's hard for me to get past that hurdle entirely. But this movie does what it's trying to do so well that I can't really fault it it's like it, it's perfect for what it's trying to accomplish it uses 16 millimeter uh film the acting is great there's some beautiful shots in here the sound design is great um there's a lot going on that works it's just not my thing and I was like oh I wanted I wanted something else but I can't fault this for what it is when you say you wanted something else uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, like, were there parts of this where, like, you were like, okay, if it does this or it goes in this direction, I could see myself, like, like, what would you have done differently with this or what were you looking for? I mean, I would want an entirely different film. <laughs> it's just not oh, my, wow. no, it's just, it's not my thing. It's, it's that, you. like, the, um, slasher kind of stuff the like weird uh, colored blood which I know why they did it but like just seeing like deliberately bad (laughs) like props and makeup (laughs) and things I'm like you are trying to do it this way because I know exactly what you're doing so I can't fault you for it but that blood is very bright (laughs) well okay so the the Mm -hmm. the bright red giallo Dario Argento blood Mm -hmm. that I get what else in this did you think looked like? Because I thought overall the effects in this were really great. Like I thought, uh, like all the the various ripping and tearing of flesh uh, when oh. that lady was sitting on the fire pit and it was burning her ass. That her was the was one part like, that. Whoa, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like all the oh. stabbing is very clearly like prosthetic flesh. You know, it's oh, it's very yeah. deliberately. They're not trying to be realistic with it. Right. Um, so it's that kind of it's just it's the style. Okay. And I, I don't I gotcha. fault it for that. But like, let's say they had done this exact same movie, but it was ghosts. I'd be like, cool, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm just not like a, a slasher, weird, no, psychotropic fair. trip. And like I yeah. I'm trying to open my horizons. If this had been a year ago before we started the podcast, I probably would have been like, wow, I hated that. But I'm learning <laughs> to appreciate <laughs> movies. And I I watched it and I even watched the last half hour twice because I was like, what did I just see? Um, okay. And I just I, you know, it it's done so well and I can't fault it. It's just not my thing. How uh, uh, because uh, look, we all know at this point. Uh, how you feel about the man? Uh, just uh, speaking strictly in terms of Josh Rubin, how did you feel about this movie? He's my bay. I love Josh <laughs> Rubin. <laughs> that did not influence my score. I was like, set aside your weird, weird crush on Josh Rubin oh, and try to weird. look at this objectively. I know he's just so brilliant. <laughs> I I love that I have found this man on Shutter and that we get to keep watching him in things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's great. So no, that's all. That's all perfectly fair. We've certainly had our share of movies where I've I've had that basically that same reaction. Like I can't fault it in any way. It's definitely, mm -hmm. you know, it seems like a good example of what it is. It's just not my flavor, as I like to say. So mm -hmm. I get that. Uh, from my perspective, uh, yeah. First of all, from a stylistic angle, uh, like I said, being shot on sixteen, that that sixteen millimeter grain. There's just a. Uh, there's a, a, a slight surrealness to that that's just built in with that 16 millimeter grain that I really appreciate. Uh, but also just throughout this movie, uh, very clearly a lot of thought put into the, uh, uh, the composition of shots and, and the cinematography. Uh, one of the first shots that really jumped out to me in the movie uh, was when, uh, the, when we first meet Meredith, when she's in that room with her therapist, uh, and they have the they have the uh, the the angle shots on each of the speaking characters, uh, but then they have that full scene shot where it's like a wide open frame with a lot of room in between them. They're just some some very carefully thought out and like somebody didn't just say, okay, just set the camera up over there somewhere and shoot it this way. Like they really took some, and I I love that sort of thing, that sort of detail work. But then yeah, like this is. Like I said, this is basically like two movies in one, right? You get act one and like the prologue and act one uh, that are this real sort of Alfred Hitchcock, cat and mouse, slasher, giallo type thing uh, where we know from the get-go, you know, after the prologue that this is the bad guy and Meredith doesn't know. So now it's like we're just waiting to see how this goes and they do some really great things there. One of my favorite parts about the first section that I loved is so they're driving out to the cabin, right? And she asks him if they can stop so she can use the bathroom. And he's like, oh, do we do we have to? I, I, we're, we're so close. Can we just keep going? And she's like, oh, that's a little weird. And what I love is the first thing I love about this is then as they drive by that place where she wanted to stop, they get that shot of all the flapping red flags in the wind. Yep, <laughs> I, I caught I the symbolism too. <laughs> so, I mean, so obvious, but so mm -hmm. clever. But then mm -hmm. uh, they keep driving uh, and then it's like 
dark, right? It goes from day to dark. So either they were right on the cusp of, of like dusk and sundown or he was lying about how close they were. And then they finally get to the cabin and they're talking and never once. To, I'm just like, when is she going to go to the bathroom? When does she? Win? And then finally, finally, they get to the part where he's like, do you have any other questions? And she's like, yeah. Where's your bathroom? And I was like, ah, oh, you fuckers, you got me. Well done. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, just the, 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 the dynamic back and forth between the two of them in that segment, I really liked. Uh, the moment of reveal uh, where uh, uh, she finds out really what's going on. Uh, and then the, uh, the, the chase begins. It all played out fantastically. And then... The second half of this movie is like, what the fuck? Like, it just goes bonkers. I took a few notes while I was watching this. I have a couple of my biggest reactions to this, things that I loved. One of my, my very first note uh, on this film is, whoa, what the fuck is that weapon? Because that first kill, oh, like, it happens yes. very weirdly. <laughs> Uh, like it's very in like like it happens from behind and and then you just see him and he's got this thing like clenched into her neck and then she's got these huge gouges and then you find out oh it's a fucking meat claw holy shit that is savage what the fuck i have i've never seen some like that's new to me if that's ever been mm -hmm. done in a horror movie before I don't know about it. Please tell us if, if it's happened. But I was like, oh, that's fucking vicious. And then also in that first prologue, there's the scene where they're shooting him from behind after the kill. And I genuinely wasn't sure. Is he jerking off right now? And I have of course, a comment the, on that. <laughs> there's the, there's the said the next one where it's like, oh yeah, he's definitely jerking off. Uh, um, and then if you, uh, I'm sorry, if go you, ahead. No, I just got to say, if you didn't know he was a bad guy that by that point, I think anybody who jerks off into a kitchen sink is automatically evil. I am <laughs> whether paranoid. He's, whether he's <laughs> murdered anybody in advance nope. or not. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's definitely where I was like, okay, this guy is not misunderstood. He's a bad guy. I'm paranoid about salmonella in my kitchen. I can't even imagine the amount of bleaching I would have to do of that <laughs> sink. It's just impractical. It's not like there weren't other places that he could go masturbate and not ruin the place where he creates his <laughs> dinners at. I was so mad about it. Okay, proceed. I just, no, that's fine. I get you. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I I loved how that all played out. I thought uh, that very first moment uh, where she, like the one first jump scare where she closes the trunk lid and you see that flash of a face, that fucking not, just blew my hair back. Just throughout that first section, really, really effective. The second part of this movie, uh, I don't even want to go into any detail about, except to tell you it's one of the craziest, psychedelic, what-the-fuck-is-happening freak show sequences of events I've, I've seen in, in recent memory, uh, maybe of, of all time. It's fucking wild. Uh, but this is where I want to get to the bits where it did kind of there were there were moments that didn't quite work for me uh so like we get there and he has gouged the fuck out of her throat right uh and and, and meredith is is bleeding out there's a lot of blood here but she's not dead and i was like wait a minute okay she's not dead uh and she clobbers the 
fuck out of him with that sculpture, which, by the way, incredible effects, uh, incredible makeup on his mm-hmm. eye and the way she fucked up his face. <laughs> and then they get you that close-up on the fucking chunked-out part of his skull, and it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, very visceral. But... uh from that point forward, uh, my actual note here, because what I, because like she pounds his head in and then it blacks out, and then they come into the bright light where he's talking about basking and whatnot. And my immediate reaction was, wait, are they both dead now? And literally, what I started thinking is, is this like supposed to be his like moment of death? DMT hallucination descent into hell rooted in his guilt over everything he's done. Like, are, are we literally watching his moment of death experience there? Is that what this is supposed to be? Because that would be pretty cool. And I was coming along with it. And where this movie loses me is literally the final, I guess not quite the final shot because there's that whole credits thing. But I got the a final, comment on that. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the, the final moment mm-hmm. where it finally jumps out of that hallucinatory realm and Meredith is still there and she's still alive. Um, and that, just from a narrative perspective, is, is, is much like, that's part of why I asked like, earlier, like, what specifically were, were you expecting? And I don't know that I'm, I'm upset specifically because it didn't turn out to be what I thought it was, that they were both dead. Uh, but there was something a little unsatisfying about that just being revealed out of nowhere uh, mm-hmm. that didn't quite work for me. Uh, and so, so, and you know, kudos to them for a fantastic film, and I'm sure it's going to work fine for other people, and a four and a half is nothing to sneeze at whatsoever. But literally, like, like that, that one moment was enough for me to just go like, oh, okay. But other than that, I fucking loved everything about this movie. Yeah. That credits shot was wild. <laughs> I had the exact same reaction because the way that they snap you into it is her saying, I think, go fuck yourself to him or something along yeah. those lines. And that's how you snap back to reality. And I'm like, that's I know it's kind of like a comedic line, but it was very unsatisfying to find out like, oh, I don't need to wonder whether this was all in his head. I guess it was real, but it is weird um or like the part of her being alive anyway i mean right. like she yeah was i, I alive. feel like the yeah. implication then is supposed to be that like something was definitely happening to him but what we were seeing was his sort of hallucinatory perspective mm-hmm. on it but then at that point now i start asking myself okay well then what is it that was actually happening uh because like say they had done like an alternating like reality and weirdness kind of thing I would get that but yeah it just like it, it, I don't know exactly what they were trying to do there it, it, it definitely it, to be honest it felt a little to me like they just wanted her to survive and I don't I don't have a problem with the idea of her surviving it's just at that point uh to be totally honest for no other reason really than he ripped the fuck out of her throat and she lost a lot of fucking blood and she's just got like some rags and duct tape around her neck and she's fine Mm -hmm. i I, I just like it it may seem like an insane nitpick but that's what i do so no i had the exact same problem where i was having a hard time figuring out what was real versus what was not and how is she still alive unless part of his uh 
delusion started with thinking that he hurt her more than he did, but that feels like a stretch. So, yeah, there's right. definitely something unsatisfying about that. But then there was something very satisfying about oh, those yes. credits. Um, usually if you say, my favorite part of the movie was when it was over, it's an insult. But no, my favorite part of this movie was when it was over. I watched the credit scene twice. So I was great. laughing so hard. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting, actually. Um, obviously in a totally different w- a spirit and 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 uh, and and idea uh, but very not not dissimilar from the credits shot from Pearl right where it's just a mm-hmm. very long drawn out kind of ultimately really uncomfortable shot <laughs> except in that one it's like ugh, cringy and in this one they make it just like like there are so many moments where you feel like he's almost done and then oh no back to the throat back to the throat mm-hmm. it was he just laid there and <laughs> mutilated himself on camera for several minutes you got to appreciate that here's the best the part that I love I want to know how did Sarah Lynn just stand there and not break like, I, I have to believe she was chuckling because we can't see her face, but the fact that she's able to stand so still and not just guffaw and lose her shit because he was going for it. Yeah, I would have had so a hard good. time. I would have put, like, earplugs in and closed my eyes and just be like, I can't <laughs> I can't see what he's doing, so I can't react to it. Um, all, one of the things about this movie that did that I did really enjoy and prevented me from fully disliking it is that it did get under my skin in a way that a lot of movies don't. Um, Particularly the reveal of the owl made me so uncomfortable. Oh, when they take the owl mask off and you see what's underneath that? Mm -hmm. What the fuck was that even supposed to be? All of that, just like, it made me so physically uncomfortable that I was like... Yeah, it solidified like, okay, this is going to get a good score. I just don't like the like subgenre that it's doing, but this is right. well done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was uh Ugh. this was a uh, man a fantastic start to December. We got just mm-hmm. a few more left uh for the rest of the year. Uh I I I think we would both say uh check out A Wounded Fawn, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. I would say if you like Giallo and Argento style movies, yeah. then you're going to like this because it does really pay homage. Uh, I wish I could come up with a different word other than pay homage because I feel like no, I've it, said I said it think five you're times. Right. <laughs> uh, especially for the first half of the movie, uh, it definitely has a lot of those uh, those influences. Uh, mm. The second half of the movie. I, man, I don't even really know what you could say was an influence yeah. on the second half of this. Maybe drugs. like uh, <laughs> drugs. Like were if, an if you're, yeah, drugs. Uh, maybe <laughs> like little bits. I guess you could say of like I don't know. Maybe some Jodorowsky. Uh, maybe some uh, uh, some Coffin Joe stuff in there. Like uh, this night, I'll possess your corpse. Is that what that movie is called? Have you seen those Coffin Joe movies, Michelle? Nothing you said was a word that I read. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? It's okay. <laughs> I, it's, uh, Coffin Joe, go look it up. Maybe you may, uh, but no, I just. Uh, he probably just a, needs a lozenge and that'll stop his coffin. No. Oh, God. 
He should well, probably then. see a doctor if he's coughing so much. It's part of his name. Uh, uh, and, uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us, everybody. This has been another wonderful episode of We Merry Watch Christmas. <laughs> oh, we got some weeks yet. Uh, guys, oh. please uh, uh, make sure if you don't already, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and, and other places, I think. I don't know. Uh, it's at We Watch Shutter wherever you go. And also, hey, mm-hmm. good news. Uh, we finally have secured and connected to our official website, WeWatchShutter.com. You can go check out our website there. And you can email us directly now at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Uh, if you ever just want to shoot the, What? Can our website have a blog? I'm pretty sure it can. Oh I'm my god! Pretty sure I'm gonna can. put blogs on the website. Blog, 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 blog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what exactly. just happened there. That was really weird. Uh, but no, <laughs> check all that stuff out, guys. Make sure you tell all your friends about us. Also, uh, just want to let you guys know if you did have any uh, minor technical issues with the podcast here over the last few days, uh, we have recently uh, migrated from the Spreaker platform to Podbean. Uh, but everything seems to be finally completed, and we shouldn't have any issues going forward. If you do have any trouble, please use that handy new mail at wewatchshutter.com email address or any of those at wewatchshutter social medias to let us know. Yeah, I think that sums it up. Uh, I do want to say that I'm upset that this movie did not start with the uh, the shutter dun 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 dun. It had a different sound, and I was very upset about it, and I will never forgive them. Michelle. Yeah. What's next week, Michelle? Next week is Christmas Bloody Christmas. Christmas oh. Bloody Christmas, courtesy but of first Joe we, Begos. We have a, a uh, bonus episode coming yes, out on Monday. Yes, we that do. Is, uh, we have, uh, we have another one of those. Uh, which one are mm-hmm. we doing this Monday, Michelle? Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched. Wow, that was a particularly <laughs> three hours. <laughs> it, it's oh, Michelle. It's three hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> let's I let's not cut it any slack it here. Longer. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna be talking about that. We'll also probably uh, because that's a documentary episode. We'll probably also add in just some chat about like specifically some of our our personal favorite uh, uh, folk horror type movies and that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out on Monday. We got Christmas Bloody Christmas coming out, I believe, on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time. Thank you guys so much for being here with us yet again. Let's say good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.